welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams. I'm a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we're talking about setting good enough boundaries. to take a brief moment and complain about the weather a week ago <laughs> a week ago I was literally complaining on Facebook because the weather was too cool uh-huh. I was unseasonably cool and it was rainy too so that seems like a legit complaint but everybody told me I was crazy and now today it's like 93 feels like 108 and you, you walk outside and the air is just heavy and like you're in a furnace <laughs> so, oh. so I should never have complained about 73 and rainy last week I can't believe you jinxed everyone. I know, it's my fault. I'm sorry, St. Louis. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) And aren't you under a, um, I mean, with that much humidity, you must be, um, you said you're under a uh, thunderstorm watch. watch. Yeah, there's a thunderstorm icon every day this week on the weather app, the iPhone weather app. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Good times. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Well, hopefully... It won't happen um, at all, and especially not while we're trying to record. Right. I hope. I'm hopeful. Yeah. It's sunny right now, actually, so we should be good. Oh, good. That doesn't mean good. anything, but because sometimes <laughs> there's a thunderstorm while there's sunshine. <laughs> so. <laughs> yes. It is so weird. You have the weirdest weather. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I have to agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, today we are talking about setting boundaries. Yes, important. Yes, and it's and it can be hard to do, especially if you're a perfectionist because, you know, you fall into that whole wanting to get it right thing and and I think a lot of times perfectionists can also be people pleasers. Mm-hmm. And I think that makes it um harder to set uh, effective boundaries too. Right. And I would imagine that, um, there's, there can be a risk in setting boundaries and that you might end up not doing something you're asked to do, or you might have to pass up an opportunity if it doesn't fall within your boundaries. And then a little bit of fear comes up like, Oh, we have fear of missing out, uh, by, um, enforcing the boundaries. Uh, Right. Yeah. Well, and I guess that that is a good place to start because, you know, the purpose of the boundaries is to make sure that you are only doing the things that um, align with your why, like what, you know, your values that are most important to you. Right. We haven't actually talked about getting in touch with what's important to you for a little while, maybe a, an episode true. or two. Yeah. It feels nice. feels comfortable to be going back to that. Yeah. Because yeah. it is, I mean, it's like the, I don't know, the linchpin, the, um, what's that, the keystone. Right. Of, yes. Of the whole gooding, gooding to get enough. <laughs> 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 the getting to good enough um, mentality. 
Yes, absolutely. So getting in touch with what's important to you. It's, and it, it, yeah, it's everything. And we, it probably is part of all advice we could get. We don't necessarily mention it every single week. But certainly in this case, um, that's how one can set effective boundaries, by knowing what's important. Right. Well, and we had the opportunity to do this ourselves together recently. It's so nice when that happens. I know. I know. Well, do you want to share what we did? Sure. So I received an email, um, whenever it was, last week, I guess, from the person in the San Francisco chapter of the National Association of Productivity and Organizing Professionals, NAPO, who is in charge of their programs, or are on the committee anyway. And somebody on the committee had suggested that they invite you and me to give a program on... um, I forgot exactly. It's like, what is enough, right? Yeah. The power right. of enough. That's what it was called. And it was it was inspired by our podcast. How about that? Woo-woo. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. So so I forwarded it to you and like, do we want to do this? And because, um, you know, it could be work. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of work already. That's right. We work so hard already on this. So why don't you reply? You want you take over with how you replied um well I don't remember exactly what I said but the gist of it was you know how can we let it be easy and how can we have this align with the the value we keep coming back to on the podcast is you know we're going to do it as long as it's fun so you know is there a way that we can have fun with this and let it be easy Mm -hmm. that might work for them and we knew that like putting together a PowerPoint was not fun for us (laughs) um, or like having to rehearse a talk or you know like something very formal and organized like a workshop or something like that that we didn't really want to do that especially if it's on zoom I mean no offense to to zoom presentations but we've done more formal workshops together in person where we got to feed off enjoy being around each other right Um, but yeah so we thought "Mm, that what doesn't sound like fun to do a a PowerPoint yeah so we set our boundaries which is you know if we if they would be happy with us chatting about the topic for a while and then opening it up for Q&A we would love to do it (laughs) because that's what we do all the time (laughs) yep (laughs) We're really good at that, and we enjoy it. <laughs> and it's easy for us, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't get a chance to forward, I mean, to uh, address live questions um, on the podcast. So that actually is adds a, an element of fun, I think, an element of fun and maybe challenge, you know, like ratchet up the degree of difficulty a, a little bit in a fun way. Right. But of course, yeah, both that, of us. That's, like, I love that. Yeah, the, the challenge of not knowing what we're going to get asked yeah. and, you know, answering on the spot, that makes me so happy. It's oh. a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's excellent. And, you know, in our work, we both are answering people's questions all the time, right? I mean, that's, right. we put ourselves in that position all the time. Um, so we just, and, and so we thought, okay, we'll tell them we'll do it this way. And if they say um, yes, awesome and if they say no we want something more formal then we'll be very clear that they can find somebody else right and it just felt so congruent to present 
to them exactly what we wanted and knowing, you know, for both of us to know that that's what we were comfortable with and that's what we um, would enjoy doing, you know, so it wouldn't become an onerous thing for either of us. Right. And Um, it's so great that it was so easy. I mean, like you and I communicated in literally in a single, I mean, one or two emails so right. that we were on the same page yeah. and we didn't agonize over it we didn't uh it was just easy and and it felt good yes that's a great way to navigate things you know is to to pay attention to to what feels good mm-hmm. um but so you you sent the parameters and they said sounds great we'd love <laughs> to have you do it i was yeah. sort of surprised frankly yeah, I was a little surprised too. I've never <laughs> attended. I've been to a conference at their chapter um, sponsored once, but I've never been to one of their ch- chapter meetings, or, um, so I didn't know what they were usually like. Uh, and you know, nowadays, since chapters are having to do their meetings in Zoom, they've probably seen a lot of PowerPoints, <laughs> and they yeah. probably welcome something different. Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully we will give them that. And, um, you know, I think it's a, an important topic, you know, just sort of as a side note, it's an important topic for um, productivity and, and organizing professionals to pay attention to. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to talk to that audience about it because I think there are many people in our industry who um, – experience perfectionism and uh it's a um yeah a valuable message that i love giving to anybody and everybody just we had a napo st louis meeting today on zoom and i before the meeting started we were talking about something i think it was about zoom that was it we were talking about (laughs) we were talking about ring lights and I said I bought one and it wasn't a good one. And then we're talking about the pros and cons of ring lights and lighting. And and then I said, yeah, I try not to get perfectionistic, perfectionistic about the lighting. And it works out okay. It's like, yeah, Janine, put that in there. I try to do that <laughs> every time I can. <laughs> but I was just thinking that for this NAPO San Francisco meeting, I may be willing to put on makeup, which will be the first time probably will be well it's not till november so maybe i will wear makeup between now and november i don't know (laughs) who knows right it's crazy (laughs) wow i i don't know if i'll recognize you with that with makeup oh yeah like it's been so long since i've saw you with makeup it's been so long since you've seen my face anyway it's true and sadly yes it's true because we don't use zoom when we record I know, which is, I think I've mentioned this before. It's so weird now because I Zoom with everybody. Right. And um, to be talking with you and not seeing your face is, it, now it feels weird. Yeah, I know. You know, it awesome. took like a hundred episodes of just talking <laughs> for it to feel weird, but here we are. Yeah, it's true. Well, I guess we could try to do it with Zoom, but we were going to do it once and then we had... A technical issue, right? Yeah. yeah. I think the technical issue was um, I didn't want to try to figure out how to do it. <laughs> well, that is a technical <laughs> issue. <laughs> uh, all I remember is that I put on makeup. <laughs> and it was the last time I put on makeup. <laughs> oh, you know what? I think that was our 100th episode. Yeah, yeah, it was our 100th episode. So it was 18 weeks ago. <laughs> 
was the last time you put on makeup. Uh huh. That's hilarious. Oh my goodness, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we all have to have our boundaries, right? That's right. It's got to be. <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> but I just think of so many different um, ways that this can be useful to get comfortable setting good enough boundaries. Um, especially if you're having issues of feeling like, you know, you've overcommitted or you um, uh, aren't getting to the things that you want to be doing, like you're taking care of everybody else before yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, that um, getting comfortable with this and and figuring out how to set boundaries that that you could live with is can really be life-changing absolutely and you know in getting in touch with with your why with what's important to you and using that as the what the guideline for setting those boundaries and then just putting them out there just living them and uh, being prepared to turn things down or um, potentially annoy somebody uh, but being true to your true boundaries right that are based on your your what your um, priorities and your values Mm -hmm. just so important or can be so important right right and I think it's um it's easy to uh feel concerned that um I don't know how do I want to say it like you're gonna be you're gonna miss out like you said or that um you know, it just feels uncomfortable, like people are going to not be happy with you or something. And Mm so you can start by, you know, maybe having uh, pretty wide boundaries, but boundaries that still feel accurate to you. Mm -hmm. Like that speak to your what's true for you. Yeah. Are you saying that, you know, it's not like you have to have a detailed list of boundaries or a manifesto of some sort that feel very rigid but you can have uh, something as general as it needs to feel good or it needs to not take more than an hour out of my time over the course of a month or something like that Uh, right yeah right and I think the thing that's really useful about having boundaries if you're concerned that it will be you know upsetting to other people is that then you're not committing to something that will be difficult for you to follow through on. Right. Yes. You know, like had we said, if they had said, oh, you know, we need like a formal presentation with handouts and a PowerPoint and whatever, and we said okay to that, ugh, we'd be dreading it. Right. And then we would feel bad that we weren't giving them everything that we promised you know i mean we would do it if we committed to it but like it would feel onerous right yeah and there's always a chance not probably in something like this but in a committee assignment or something like that where you end up just resigning because it's turned into something that doesn't fit in with your values and you you resent it so much and then that's way worse typically for whoever you're volunteering for than just saying no in the first place and letting them get somebody who is going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Because that's important to know that 
you know, as much as you might dislike something, there's somebody that probably likes it. Like, (laughs) there are people that like putting together PowerPoints and giving talks, very formal talks like that. And, um, you know, give them the opportunity to do it if that's what someone's looking for. Right, absolutely. I think we had that um, episode a long time ago on overcommitting. And I remember making the point then that um, by saying no to an opportunity, a volunteer opportunity, or any opportunity actually, um, you're allowing somebody else to say yes to it. Right. Yeah. And you're allowing yourself to say yes to the things that really matter to you. Exactly. Yes. Right. The next thing that comes along might be something that totally rings your bell. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I think considering boundaries as, as, um, like, um, have you ever gone bowling and they, and they do bumper bowling, like for kids where they put the, the bumpers in the gutters. So you never actually have a gutter ball. Right. Uh, I've never bowled that way, but I believe I've seen that. Yes. Yeah. So I sort of think of, uh, you know, you can consider boundaries like that. Like, Mm. you know, it's like the bumper that keeps you headed in the direction you want to go. I like that image. And I like that it feels so gentle, right? Those bumpers are soft, right? And the ball sort of gently bounces back into the lane. Right. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's excellent that's way better than like a guardrail or something on either side of the road that you're trying to drive down right and yeah. like if you if you go through the guardrail you you know careen over the edge that's Plummet not a good image death, right <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants that this is just a gentle bumper that keeps <laughs> right. your ball from going in the gutter yeah that's excellent <laughs> and so and that might help people who are experimenting with boundaries you know feel more comfortable to start with it and like Mm -hmm. so you know what what are the things that you know sort of keep you from veering off course and let those be your boundaries yeah that's terrific i feel like the older i get the easier the boundaries are to uh the less i need my bumpers uh right easier that same with bowling just kidding. Yeah. I never, I never had bumpers, <laughs> well, I don't know. There's a there's a sweet spot I have with bowling. Um, I think it's somewhere between the first and second beer. <laughs> <laughs> I need just enough beer to get loosened up, but not so much beer that I get sloppy. Right. <laughs> That's true of so many things, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the, I I do I like that idea. I just that idea of just having these like sort of gentle guides to keep you headed in the direction you want to go. Yeah, I love it. Did you just invent that? I did. That's amazing. Aren't you something? <laughs> See, this is what I love about the like you know the challenge of not knowing what I'm going to say ahead of time. Like, <laughs> right. Wait, sometimes. Well, Shannon, we spent about 40 seconds talking about this topic before we went on. Before we went I know. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes smart stuff falls out of my mouth. Lots of times <laughs> that happens. It's very fun. Yeah, that's excellent. <laughs> oh, and I do think that the um, San Francisco NAPO talk is going to be available um, to outside the outside world so we'll oh. let you know i think you may have to pay for it i'm not sure but um we can we can put that on you know on social media or whatever when it comes back. yeah we can add it to these to this 
um, to the show notes for this episode, episode. and then we can also share it on social media. And for um, people who are on our email list, we will send a notification to you. So that's a good reminder. If you aren't already on our list, head over to gettingtogoodenough.com and get on it. And that way you get the show notes delivered directly to your inbox every week. Yes. And then there'll be an opera. I was thinking, why would anybody want to pay to hear us talk if they're listening to the podcast? But they'd get to see us. And I'm sure that's worth a lot. (laughs) (laughs) They'll get to see what we look like when we're cracking up. That's right. (laughs) I just realized I'm just making this assumption that that it's video. I don't even actually know. (laughs) But I assume Yeah. I mean, they did say Zoom. Yeah. So I'm assuming at least we'll be on video. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and you know, if, if, um, you have a group or an organization that needs a speaker and you're totally comfortable with having us just show up and talk, let us know. Yeah. (laughs) We're up for that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so anything else to say about setting boundaries, Janine? Uh, nope. I like short and sweet. This is a nice short and sweet episode. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think it is, it's, it's a simple concept, mm-hmm. um, which doesn't mean it's always easy, right? but, um, the thinking of it at like conditioning yourself to let it be easy is, um, the first step. Yes. So we want to hear from you. How do you set boundaries? Where do you get, um, tripped up trying to set boundaries? Let us know. You can send us an email to hello at gettingtogoodenough.com or social media on Instagram and Facebook. We're at Getting to Good Enough and on Twitter, we're at GTG Enough. Um, or you can leave us a message at 413-424-GTGE. That's 4843. Um, but for now, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. Now I'm all excited to, to do that. And I want to, I kind of want to do more. Yeah, we have to wait till November to do this. I know. So, well, maybe someone will email us. <laughs> <laughs>